This is CX of M Radio, the voice of customer experience professionals. Welcome to Stay Curious with Dave Fish. I am Dave Fish, and I am curious. Today we'll be curious about free stuff. I'll tell you how to find some. Here we go. What flavor of ice cream do Americans prefer most? The answer, usually chocolate. Yep, about 16% of Americans voted that as their favorite flavor, followed by, who knew, cookies and cream at 13%, and vanilla, coming in at, surprisingly at third, at 12%. They're usually in a statistical dead heat between cookies and cream and vanilla. Who knew? Do Americans prefer their toilet paper placed on the roll over the top or under the bottom? According to Cottonelle Roll Poll, 78% of Americans prefer over. While seemingly trivial questions for most of us, there are critical ones for ice cream makers and toilet paper manufacturers. But where to get these insights on a budget? There are a number of free or very affordable resources out there that help you with concept testing, product development, market sizing, targeting, channel strategy, and a bunch of other useful business questions and weight of answering. <laughs> but beware, not all of these are created equal. Research sponsored by firms that have a clear agenda, some unknown agencies, or just shoddy research design should be treated with extreme suspicion. To help you sort it all out, I put together a brief list of sources that are fairly unbiased and, and quite trustworthy. First, Uncle Sam has been putting your tax dollars to work by gathering all kinds of useful and free information for you. Trade associations, quasi and non-governmental sources also abound. Last but not least, there's even quite a few for-profit firms out there that aren't entirely stingy with their data. So let's take a look. Government sources. In 2009, the Obama administration swung open the doors to data.gov. This is essentially an overlay site for multiple government data sources. It's chock full of data that can help firms answer all kinds of marketing strategy and product development questions. Here's a few waiting to be explored. First, brought to you by the good folks at the Bureau of Labor Statistics, the Consumer Expenditure Survey looks at all kinds of buying habits of the U.S. consumer. Uh, they also ask about income and other household characteristics. Very useful. Another great resource that's more or less an addendum to the decennial U.S. Census is called the American Community Survey. This data set tracks populations down to a very fine level of geographic detail. It has a sample size of over 160,000, and uh, it estimates 130,000 others from that. The survey inquires about age, sex, race, income, health insurance, education, and a variety of other tidbits that can help you identify where and whom to focus your business on. From a B2B and competitive intelligence perspective, the economic census asks 4 million businesses to provide feedback about their organizations every five years. Thinking about opening a pet food supply store, you can determine the number of players in that space and the annual revenue for that industry from this resource. Questions such as, are they growing or shrinking? Who do they sell to? What types of products they sell? can help you understand the size and attractiveness of any kind of market, including pet food. There's also a plethora of information from the Census Bureau on retail trade. The U.S. Department of Agriculture provides heaps of information on what is produced and consumed by the American public. Wondering how often people eat out? Look no further than the ERS Food Expenditure Series. Wondering about pork consumption? You can find all about that uh, on the government sites as well. 
But that's not the end. There are gigabytes of free data at your disposal for many questions. Unfortunately, the government doesn't always make it that easy to access, but they do offer tools like the American Fact Finder and Data Ferret to help you out. Many have useful tables and reports that require no analytical software. However, mean to break out Excel or even SPSS or SAS for the larger data sets. Association trade and nonprofit sources is the second source for you. Industry and associations are commonly established to support a particular industry and give it a common voice. They're there to help the industry out, help it grow. There's literally an association for almost any industry. You can pick anyone. So we have the American Pet Products Association. You can get some free data there. Um, they have a, a data a data repository and for uh, annual membership of 495 bucks, so you can get access to that. It's not a bad deal. Um, there's the National Barbecue Association. There's even the Association for Dressings and Sauces. So if you're really keen to learn more about dressings and sauces, that's, that's your go-to, and there's some free information out there. I'm sure there's an industry and data for your specific industry needs that's out there, an association where you can get that information. One of the more generic industry associations that appear to be especially well-heeled is the National Retail Federation. The NRF has all kinds of helpful information within its Insight Center. Wondering where consumers shop for toys last month? It's right out there. How important is free shipping to consumers when online? It's right there. Wondering what people are planning to do for St. Patrick's Day next year? It's also out there. So go out and check it out. That's the National Retail Federation. And you can look up on their website. For more general trends and facts, like feelings about personal finance or parental time use, the Pew Research Center is, is golden. It's a nonpartisan fact tank that can be accessed for free. Similarly, the uh, University of Michigan, sorry, <laughs> they had to be mentioned here. University of Michigan Survey Research Center has a data concerning a number of topics of potential interest to small and medium business owners, such as the health and retirement study, the foreboding sounding panel study of economic dynamics, it's not that scary, and a collection of other useful um, data about economic behavior. Um, NAICS not only is the national organizer of businesses replacing the SIC code in 1997, but it's also a good source for firmographics and a great place to figure out who's doing what with a comprehensive list of almost every business in the United States. Uh, Spoke's also fairly handy for website and competitive intelligence gathering. You may burn many, many hours looking at all these data sources. Remember to stick to your original question and try not to get too distracted like I do. There are many research agencies that provide tables and reports publicly for public relations and promotional purposes. Lucky for us, they're free. Gallup has some excellent free information about social trends. Find out about daily retail spending, economic confidence, or where people exercise the most, for example. Uh, the Roper Center also does quite a bit of social polling, some of which is free. The American Customer Satisfaction Index tracks how hundreds of brands in 48 different industries perform on customer experience. It's all out there, it's all free. You can find out which supermarkets, hotels, or airlines are the best in their industries. JD Power & Associates has some similar benchmarking data that's out there in select industries. Um, also, if you have access to a university, uh, you can get into Mintel, which is also a great resource. It's not always free, but you can get through. Um, and IBIS World is another great resource for secondary research. Again. It's not always free, but if you have access to the university, uh, sometimes you can you can get uh, you can get that information.
So do you wonder where to start your business? Uh, Zoom Prospector is a great cool tool to identify potential best locations. City Data is an aggregator. It's a remarkable collection of geodemographic data to plan your next retail outlet if you need it, amongst other things. Uh, AdAge has a great data center that's free, has a ton of free information on advertising, media spend, and more. Um, Hoovers.com is a traditional sort of uh, secondary research source. And there's a treasure trove of competitive intelligence from, from B2B applications. Uh, Dun & Bradstreet has a similar uh, resource. A good chunk of Hoover's is free, uh, and you, with a fee you can get to more detail. And uh, there's a massive archive of current secondary research that can be found on Statistica and MarketResearch.com, although Statistica is also an aggregator too. So I always advocate going to the original source and not using um, aggregators unless you know where it's coming from, right? You'll want to know where your data is coming from before you can rely on it. So check your sources. All data is just not the same. It's the building block of any good business case is based on good data. So it's really important that where you get it from it's solid. Secondary research, there's there's good and there's bad. And most of the sources I've reviewed here, I personally used, and uh, they I found them to be really good, really solid. Um, no one's gonna doubt statistics from the Bureau of Labor Statistics, right? I mean, that's gold standard. But they might hesitate to trust that Facebook poll you conducted with 200 of your friends. So um, you go a long way without spending a nickel on data collection. Look to secondary resources, make sure they're reparable. Uh, and uh, if you do that, you'll be fine. So I hope this helped. If you have any questions, let me know. Um, otherwise, we'll talk next week. Thanks for your time. Thanks for listening to Stay Curious with Dave Fish. Next week, I think we'll talk about cars and experiences, two things I love to ramble about. Talk to you then. Thanks for joining us for this session of CX of M Radio. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and visit cxofm.org for more resources.